All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured Titan for today, Joe Clement. Joe, I want to fist bump you. Hey. Thanks so much for taking the time. Oh, my pleasure. Honored to have yeah. you. I, I know yeah. that there's so much anticipation for this particular episode. Just to really dive deep into yeah. you as a man, as a pro, cool. the whole nine. So all right. uh, let's just dive in if you're okay. all right with that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so I guess the first question is tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. It's loaded. It's a loaded question, <laughs> but it's a good thing. Well, you know, if you want to go way back to the beginning, I grew yeah. up on a farm. Get out. Westfield, New York. Okay. Home of Welch's Grape Juice. Love it. Yeah. Love it. East Coaster, fellow East Coaster yeah. here, so that's great. Yeah. We were uh, Western New York. Yeah, we, my ancestors came over from Sicily and hmm. got into farming. And we had a uh, grape and dairy farm. Wow. And uh, so the first 10 years of my life was on a farm with lots of cousins and aunts and uncles and we lived in an apartment up above my grandparents. Okay. And my dad uh, was uh, the oldest son. He was so he was in charge of making that farm work. Wow. And so we learned uh, right away what it is to get up early in the morning and milk cows. Mm. I and love boy, that. Do, do I have respect <laughs> for dairy farmers? That's right out there. That's, it's hard work, though, oh right? Oh my God! Because somebody's got to milk the cow twice a day. Wow. You know, and uh, we never could go on vacation because. You can't get a, it's not kind of like getting somebody to take care of your dog. Right. A <laughs> little different. A little different. That's <laughs> fair. We had 25 cows and they had to be milked. But wow. anyway, so I did that. Then we moved into the city of Buffalo and I uh, went to public school number 23. Got, okay. Got beat up a lot the first few weeks. Get out. Yeah. It was, it was a rough neighborhood. But <laughs> anyway, so we did the Western New York thing and uh, it's a great place to be from. Okay. You know, my right. sister still lives out there uh, near Niagara Falls and uh, in the summertime. You don't oh, want to go sure. in the winter. But Agreed. anyway, we did that and then uh, I went to school in Illinois to college. Okay. And I was a, I was a track guy. I was a runner. Oh, neat. And I went on a track scholarship. I was a sprinter. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Western Illinois University. Yeah. Became a teacher. Ended up in Peoria, Illinois where I was a teacher. And wow. a coach, and then I got my master's degree in education administration. Okay. And uh, that's where a lot of this education comes from in this company of mine because it's in my sense. blood. Yeah. But you know what? Um, that was a great way to start my adult working life. Okay. Um, teaching and coaching and um, getting involved with that, that community and, uh, you know, meeting a lot of people. So my last year of teaching. I wasn't teaching. I was a school administrator. They made me dean of boys. I I was a, huh. a disciplinarian kind of guy. Interesting. Broke the world's record for suspensions. <laughs> Kicked 425 kids out of school Get that year. Get out of here. Hated it. Wow. And uh, had these friends in real estate making okay. money <laughs> and having fun. Okay. And I said, no, that looks good. Wow. So I quit. And everybody thought I was crazy, you know, in that world. You sure. Know, you want a paycheck every other week. Right. And I was going into straight commissions, and they were just like, oh, you're going to start? And I go, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. You know, I can always come back to teaching. Wow. I've never looked back. Unreal. Yeah, but <laughs> Unreal. it was a good move. Okay. Uh, and uh, I uh, 
got into real estate there in Peoria, Illinois, and uh, Remax was just getting rolling. Okay. And um, I ended up joining after two years with a traditional company. I joined Remax. Okay. And uh, it's, in the Remax system at that time, we had twenty five hundred people in the whole system. Unreal. And. Uh, there's now 120,000 people in the system. <laughs> Just a little different. You know, Joe's been around the block. It's like I've seen the growth. Wow. I've been with the growth. I've, yeah. So a lot of history. Okay. Red, white, and blue blood. Love in it. In these veins. It, it's, yeah. it's here. Well, and, and with that, Joe, I do want to ask you. So obviously, you know, initially going into teaching and then getting yeah. out, and I, I love that story of just going yeah. all in and saying, you know what, I'm going to give that a shot. Worst yeah. case, you know, I can go through it. Risk taker, taking the chances that you yeah. did. Educated, yeah. you know, going into that risk. But why why Remax? What was the yeah. initial thought at the very beginning? And obviously, yeah. you've been at Remax your whole career, right? Yeah, Pretty much, except or? except for two years. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So, so what was it? I mean, well, you know, I, I tell you, it, it was um, exciting just in the fact that um, it was new, and and I liked the concept of one hundred percent commissions. I liked I liked um, the people mm -hmm. that were running that show sure. in in, uh, in Peoria at that time, and so I dove in. I was scared to death. Uh, thought I was gonna, you know, go broke or something. Wow! And you know, quite honestly, you know, I don't mind sharing numbers. Sure. Um, when I was teaching school, my last as assistant principal, I made eighteen thousand five hundred, hmm. and I got into real estate. And my goal was to make as much as a superintendent of schools, okay, as fast as I could. Hmm. And in my first full year in real estate, on a fifty-five forty-five split. I made fifty three five and he made forty nine. Get out of here! Super, super so truly, big. you never looked back. No. I mean, that, that's an easy like thing. I, said, I, th I think I can do this. Yeah, I think I can do this. Wow! But then, you know, I went, I went to Remax and started really promoting myself. Okay. Self promotion was a big thing with with Remax. You know, I was right. the first guy to have a bus bench with my picture on it. You hmm. know, I mean, you know, stuff like that. Sure. Back then, the yellow pages. I was the first guy to have an ad in the yellow pages with my picture. Love you know, it. it's not. You know, just crazy stuff you just do sure. because you, you're you're with a company that was, you know, pushing you to, to do stuff that was different than, you know, kind of outside the box. Right. And so in my third year, you know, in my yeah third year in the business, okay. uh, after one full year with Remax, I, I made 185000 Unreal. And just... Two and a half, three years earlier, I was making eighteen five. Wow! <laughs> so it's like there's a testament right there, everybody. It's like you can change. Okay, you can change I, it. I think this is going to work. Right, it's going to be good. Sure. <laughs> so well, anyway. and I, and I love that the path into you know and your reasoning what's going on. What was your path into your career from there into you know your leadership role that you've been yeah. in for such so, a long time? Like how did you? Yeah. Go so there? I, I became part owner of that office, and and. and uh, didn't know what I was doing, but I learned enough about it to know that um, I could I could I could lead an office, mm -hmm. and I, I got some uh, good training from the, the two other partners I had. Okay, and and what was going on in, in Peoria, Illinois, where I was, is the town was going in the wrong direction because mm -hmm. Caterpillar Tractor had the union thing going on, and they were starting to build their product elsewhere. Okay, and and the town was just. I mean, I used to carry 80 listings with a part-time assistant. Wow. Because they would lay off people like 2,000, 3,000 at a time. Oh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was just going in the wrong direction. So we, uh, we went to Florida 
on a trip with our kiddos okay. to Disney World, and then we went over to Jacksonville and met uh, up with our friends that used to live across the street from us. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, um, he gets me in the car and drives me around Jacksonville and says, "Look at this! All these headquarters are moving down here from the East Coast, and Jacksonville is exploding." It was just the opposite of what we were living in. Wow! And it just started planting these seeds about, you know, maybe I shouldn't be in the Midwest where things are were kind of going in the wrong direction. Okay. You know, okay. and so I and there was no Remax, hmm. and Remax just sold that uh, area to a, a guy I knew who's working at headquarters at the time okay. in Denver, he went to Florida to open up the, the Florida region. Wow. So I contacted him and said, hey, I'm thinking maybe I should come down there. And he, hmm. He's selling franchises. Okay. He said, come on, get down there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So he, he mailed me all this stuff and whatever, and I was doing research on Jacksonville, and I brought it all home to my wife one night. Hmm. So I laid it on the kitchen table. I said, look at this. Wow. You could go to Jacksonville, Campbell, you know, all this rah rah. And she, sure. She looked at me, didn't hesitate a second. She said, We're not moving to Florida. Just like that. <laughs> really? I huh. said, What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. She says, Oh, the schools, the bugs, the humidity. I mean, she had all these reasons, you know. Well, yeah. okay. I mean, there's some points there. Yeah. No offense to anybody from Florida. Yeah. But. No, no. No, I, I love Florida yeah. to visit. But anyway, she didn't want to move there. <laughs> and I said to her, first thing out of her mouth, I said to her, Okay, Smarty Pants, where, if we could go someplace in this country, where would you want to go? Okay. And, you know, where I could maybe do our own Remax. And she sure. looked at me and said, Colorado. Wow. Hmm. That was the end of that. Okay. So that was 1983, 4. Love it. I started researching and uh, called headquarters. They knew I was looking at Florida. Okay. And, and they told me, they said, we really need help in Colorado Springs because Colorado Springs had two Remax offices in the early 80s that failed because the rates went to 17 wow. or 18 or whatever. That was a bad, bad time. Mm-hmm. And there were absentee owners that two guys at headquarters owned it and had managers okay. and it, I, I don't know it didn't it didn't work and it failed so it kind of sat dormant remax here in this city from 82 to uh, 85 okay i came and i researched and liked what i saw and wow. brought my wife and she loved what we saw hmm. and so we bought our first franchise in 85 and opened our doors February 1st, 1986. Unreal. And so, so, you know, 30 plus years, you know. 33. Yeah, in this town, in the business that way. So you've seen a lot of change, right? I mean, with the the city and with the industry. I mean, unreal. Well, you know, in this city, I believe, is is such a wonderful city because it's such a melting pot of people from all over the world Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, are open-armed. And uh, I really felt that there was no... um, clicky city that you couldn't break into. It mm-hmm. was like, oh, you're from Minnesota. Oh, you're from Illinois. Oh, you're from, yeah. Yeah, everybody's from somebody. Sure. Found somebody was from Colorado Springs or something. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> born, born and raised? raised? Born and raised? Really? <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> and so, true. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, we, we just got into the community, got got into the schools. Got, mm. You know, the kids were just little. Uh, Tony was nine years old, wow. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, Joey was 10 and Nick was three. Hmm. And so we just, um, you know, fell in love with the community, sure. you know, and, and uh, still love it as much as we did back then. Hmm. You know, it was a great, great move for us. Um, we, um, we were blessed. The kids got through school real well and we sure. they two went to CSU 
and graduated, and one went to University of Colorado Boulder and graduated. Right. So, uh, yeah, we're 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 uh, we're a very big fans of. Colorado Springs. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a great city. It's a it's a wonderful state. And and again, yeah. I love the fact that as you mentioned, yeah. it, it's such a melting pot. I mean, yeah. when I meet somebody who is a native, yeah, that's like, rare. It's, like, hey, it's a rarity. Really? Truly yeah, is. Cool. Um, so it's I true. think this is a this is a wonderful segue into really the next question, which is, what's your why, Joe? I mean, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What excites you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Yeah. Well, I you know I've always you know, been passionate about, you know, trying to win. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was running track. Sure. Or where I got that from. Right. But but winning means a lot to me, but it's not it's not just the race, it's the journey. Wow. And Love and when you when you um are in a situation where for example, when we opened our first office, my goal mm-hmm was to get 35 people and get back in the 100% club, which is over 100,000 in gross commissions Okay. in this new city. Wow. You know, how I ended up with five offices and 200 people. Unbelievable, <laughs> and right? 1.2 billion in sales last year. You go, wow. I, I, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I mean, but you do it because we have a passion, or I do, Yeah. and I think my boys do, family does for sure of of inching it up mm-hmm. all right we did that that was great how can we make it better how wow. can we how can we take it to the next level okay and and that's what we try to you know teach and coach with our agents mm-hmm. is okay we never tell anybody that you have to make x sure but do you want to improve and take it to the next level and take it to the next level mm-hmm. and take it to the next level and and so when when that's going on around you and you see these people going to levels like you never dreamed they could go to, right? And they never dreamed they could go to. It's kind of fun. It's kind of it's kind of rewarding. Uh, well, and <laughs> obviously the success that you've had as an individual producer, but then as running the the operations yeah. and all the growth that's there. Yeah. I mean, you and I kind of discussed this before we we jumped on live, but there's so many amazing professionals in this organization. Yeah, thank you. Several featured on the Titan series. Yes. And I I just feel thank that you. there's a wealth of knowledge to be had. We're blessed with good people. We always, you know, have had great people, and um, that's that's somebody said, how'd you do it? I said, well. I was lucky in my first year, mm. I got 24 people in 10 months, and they were they were the they were some of the best people. Mm. They had great reputations. They mm. were doing great business, and somehow I convinced them to believe in me. Uh, the new guy, <laughs> somehow, somehow, the, the yeah. new guy, sure, you know. And and I think I think a key word in, 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 that I always you know, think about is commitment. Hmm. Are you committed to what you are doing? And um, I am. Right. And um, I remember about six months after we moved here in 86, there was a mortgage guy and he he was talking to me about everything. And he says, yeah, well, he said, where'd you end up uh, living? And I said, hmm. well, we, uh, we bought a house in Broadmoor Bluffs. And he said, you bought? Hmm. And I said, yeah, I'm in real estate. I buy real estate. I bought. Right. <laughs> like some foreign <laughs> concepts. Yeah, it's like, you know, and I said, what did you think I was going to do, rent? And he goes, well, yeah. Didn't you want to just try it out? Mm. And if it didn't work, then you could always make, uh, you know, another mm. move to someplace else or be- go back to where you came or whatever. He was thinking, I went, hmm. 
you know, I don't think that way. <laughs> you know, wow, I, wow. I don't think that way at all. Sure. We bought. We're going to make it work. We made a commitment and a commitment and a commitment. And, right. and, and that's, that's the thing that I think some people get into this business and they forget about the word commitment. Because wow. if you're jumping in and you're just putting your toe in the water, hmm. you know, it probably isn't going to work. Well said. But if you're going to, if you're going to submerge yourself in the water, you've made a commitment to start swimming and you're going to make it. Wow. I, I mean, th there, there's so much information into getting into your background and, and what drives you. And obviously your why is very important. I think this is a great segue when you're talking about that level of commitment yeah. is for the next question, which is really coming at it from the standpoint of if you could look at your career thus far and pick or choose a few things that you might have added to your business that took it from one level to the next, what's that look like for you? Because this is a crowd pleaser question. New or seasoned professionals want to learn from the Titans, how yeah. they grew and scaled their business. Sure. So if you wouldn't mind sharing some of that, Joe, I think that'd be great. That's a good one. Well, along the way, mm -hmm. you figure out that you can't do it yourself. Okay. You know, and, and uh, I have been blessed with some people around me, not just the great agents, mm -hmm. but I'm talking about staff, I'm talking about assistants, I'm talking about uh, the people that are currently on my team. Right. For example, Chrissy Knorr has been with me 25 years. Wow. And she is my transaction coordinator. Okay. And uh, it's actually... I've known her for 27 years because she actually took two years off and ended up working for Unified Title for two years. Okay. And, and didn't didn't like it. It was boring compared to what Joe was doing. So. There you go. <laughs> so, Smart person so, there. I like So I let that. her I go. Like I let yep. her go, and I got her back. Sure. And, sure. And, and when she came back, she was better than she was when she left because she had this title stuff right. all figured out. Sure, sure. And so for just an example... 25 years of being my transaction coordinator, taking a contract from under contract to close mm. and never missing a beat, never missing a, you know, anything. Wow. And, you know, people giving us raving reviews on our service. It's because I surrounded myself with people like Chrissy. Love it. That make me look good. Sure. Right. You know, and it's the same thing with a company, you know, when you've got, you know, Treasurer and Jill and all these mm -hmm. different people you've had on the show. Right. Michelle, these different people, they make us look good. Right. You know? right. Well, you're guilty by association. Yeah, Positive are. or negative, right? There, there's so much positivity. Light attracts yeah. light. Uh, I love that what you mentioned about surrounding yourself with those people. And I think that there's a yeah. lot of questions that are going, hopefully I'm, I'm speaking to everybody who's watching or listening. Um, Finding those right people, though, exactly. you know, it's how, key. What, what is your advice to that? Because I know there's yeah. a lot of professionals that are watching this. Hey, you know, yeah. I want to learn like Joe did and I want to yeah. build my team. But who do I hire? How do I hire them? What does that look like? Yeah. How, what was your journey? You know, and I've made mistakes. I've heard I've heard some people that weren't very great. Sure. And, and, and had to, you know, unfortunately, let them go because it wasn't working. Right. But you learn from that. And you move on, and then you know the next time I'm mm -hmm. gonna, you know, whatever. Sure. And you really try to dig deep with someone and find out really wh what is their core all about. Are they mm -hmm. on the same level with you as far as everything from integrity, honesty, mm -hmm. and hard work? Love it. You know, and and if you get that vibe, and you you know you get them in there, and you can see it, it's like, man, this is gonna be great. And okay. and it usually is. I mean. Most of my people have been with me for for years and years, and uh, 
Stephanie at the front desk here has been with me 26 years. Wow. You know, front desk. Yeah, <laughs> right, truly. Yeah, she's fantastic. And mm-hmm. everybody loves her. The agents love her. Yeah. Uh, and the buyers and sellers love her. For yeah, sure. You know, and so, but she just has a that, that, that passion for... Remax properties. You know, mm-hmm. she just loves what she does every day, and and, she, and everybody just loves her. So I've been blessed with good people and and mm-hmm. and, and good um, uh, systems. You know, one of the things that I made a commitment to do, there's that commitment word again. Yes, is always go to the Remax conventions. Okay, and I say that plural because there's two for me. One is as an agent, the, the big convention, and then okay. they have a, the smaller one, which is the broker owners. Mm-hmm. And I, I go. And, Love it. And uh, uh, Tony is by my side for most of it. My son okay. Joey, who's a uh, Remax agent in San Diego, he's mm-hmm. he's always with us. Uh, he'll come to the broker owner one wow. uh, as well. To, and he's not a owner or anything out there. He's an agent. But, oh, interesting. But but you know he he, he he's got the bug. He's got he's got mm-hmm. the you know the, the learning bug. But you know what? Over the years. You end up meeting people that you go back and you see them, and and, and the, people think, well, the conventions you're going to sit in class all day, and you're going to learn, and and there is a lot of that going on. Right. But where I've learned a lot is when you go to dinner with six or eight people, or you go to lunch with four or six people, and somebody starts talking about something they're doing in Tulsa or wherever. Oh, yeah. And, well said. And, and and I'm going, no. What was that? Yeah. Repeat you, that. You know, I, I, you know, I used to write stuff <laughs> this down. This is great. This is great. <laughs> you know, and, and you learn, you know, and especially, you know, in the evening, early evening, not the late evening, in the early right. evening right. where, you know, you're at a you know, cocktail party or whatever it might be or, or some kind of hospitality suite or something, hmm. and you're having a beer or whatever and you're, you're, you're shooting the breeze and you just pick up stuff wow. from people around the country that are doing whatever that you want to find out more about it and bring it back here Mm. and i've been on the bleeding edge of some of these things that end up not being great sure because we were a little ahead of our time right or because it just wasn't a fit for our market or whatever it was but we've tried stuff that just you know i guess that didn't work but we tried and and I love that no risk no reward. Yeah, that's I mean, right. if you're not willing right. to take that chance right. to, to innovate and yeah. to and to grow, then yeah. you're just going to be in the comfort zone. You're going to be yeah. stagnant. Somebody else is going to take that place. Yeah. So to me, I, I really love what you're saying. As far obviously surrounding yourself with great people, fundamentals. You know, if yep. you're newer season, always surround yourself with great people right. um, that you know fit the mold in different places to your culture, to yeah. your life, and your morals. Everything that's going on. But I really love what you said about helping you grow and scale your businesses to also learn from those other people as you travel to conferences or you have meetings listen have engaging conversations with other professionals and you can learn so much it's so important it's so important and and sometimes in the casual atmosphere is where it happens the best Hmm. versus sitting there in a class for two hours where you're trying to write stuff down hopefully everybody's writing this down because this is great this is (laughs) great info joe i mean um any other advice that you might think just off the top of your head uh for seasoned agents to scale or grow their business or newer agents that are getting to grow their business one of the things that's that's been wonderful for me over the years is i've always had this um desire to give back to the industry love it and to remix and to help um, and so I got invited to speak at some conventions, and then I got invited to speak at some regional events mm. as things went on. 
um, you know, and I, and I all of a sudden was asked to speak a lot. I love that. And um, it, it, so it, it was fun. It was exciting. But what was really good about it was I really felt good about giving back. Hmm. But I also did the same thing when I went to speak. I would do my presentation, but then there'd be another guy that was presenting or it'd be a panel okay. or whatever. And I would always have my yellow pad or whatever it was. And I would get right there, right down. I would get ideas from As this guy. As you're on stage. Yeah. Wow, And I walk away with, you know. Or when I was in another city doing a presentation, you know, I'd find out who the better offices were or whatever, and I'd, I'd always take time to go visit. Sure. And uh, and see what they're doing. Love that. And uh, and uh, come back with, ooh, I mm. got an idea, you know. Okay. And and it was because I was on my give give back, you know, mm-hmm. mission. Sure. But I inadvertently took back. Right. Because most of the time, you know, if this if there was a speaker fee, they'd pay for your flight. They'd pay a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, not not much. And sometimes I just right. said, "Don't worry about." It. Sure. You know, and what happened with that was. We're talking to 100 people, 200 people, 400 people, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and I got paid by referrals. Oh, I love that. Because those guys would send me referrals. They have come somebody from Colorado Springs, oh, wow. you know, and it helped our business grow because many of them I, I didn't have time for, couldn't mm-hmm. take them all, and I would hand them out to the agents and okay. or different people on my team or whatever it might be. Right. But that was, that was the payoff, you know. Right. But the real payoff was what I learned. I think there's so many facets, right? Because you're you're getting in front of the industry that you love. You're giving yeah. back to the industry that right. you care for. You're right. also doing a good thing by shedding that knowledge. People can, but right. you're also learning, and then you're also getting referrals. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's all stacked up that way. I think so. I mean, to me, if you have an opportunity out there, if you are you know seasoned professional to have a speaking engagement, to take them, I think they're they're yeah. fantastic. They really mold you as a person because. Yeah. One-on-one conversations versus thousands of people in the audience, a little bit different, but uh, I, I think it's a good thing if you have the opportunity. Well, you know, I, I'd be getting prepared for this upcoming event, and all of a sudden I'm writing and scratching things down and, you know, having my secretary type it up, so I've got some notes and this sure. or that. And, and you know, and I'll look at it and I'll go, you know what, this is good, but this isn't so good. we got to change this. So, wow. so before I even get out of town, I'm thinking about, we need to, tweak this over here whatever it was you know because sure. because you're you're refining your systems or whatever you're going to be explaining mm-hmm. and with that going on sometimes you find out that it's time to tweak <laughs> and then move on and then do your best and keep going yeah. and learning as you said every yeah. single time so yeah. i mean great stuff hopefully everybody took huge notes joe thanks for sharing that um i do sure. want to shift gears and yeah. go into the next question now this one actually is the tricky part of this particular interview and series it's the challenge question so we all deal with challenges in our life yeah. no one's exempt past present future we all have them I'm really a firm believer in not so much what happens, but how we respond that really makes a difference. Yeah. If you're comfortable with sharing a challenge that you dealt with, that you overcame, and stronger because of it, what's that look like for you, Joe? Well, I wasn't going to bring this up, but it's it's uh, it's a challenge I'm dealing with right now. Okay. And it's it's uh, my wife uh, battling cancer, and uh, four and a half years stomach cancer, 
had her stomach removed. Next year, she had another serious surgery. Oh, no. Uh, both of them up at uh, Anschutz Medical Center, CU Medical School. And uh, that was 2015 and 16, and she's been chemo and trials and different things, uh, clinical trials. And I am the caregiver. And when you look at that and people say, God, how do you do it? And it's right. like, I say, you know, well, you know, you just, you just do it. It's, it's, you know, because you know what? She would do it for me. Right. I'm doing it for her. And, you know, and so we, and I got great help from my three sons, mm -hmm. um, my, my two sister-in-laws, one of them's here right now wow. um, uh, for the week, and it's just great having her because it, it takes a little bit of pressure off me. Right. Uh, but so you hear that and you go, well, how can he focus on this business? Well, my business is my diversion. Okay. My business has improved. Last year, wow. now a lot of it's market-driven, but sure. I could you know, have my head in the sand or be whining somewhere. Right. It was the best year we ever had as far as the Clement team. Wow. Yeah, we, we did close to 50 million. Unreal. It was like, yeah, how do we do that? Great, great year. You know, but, you know, Tony and Martha and the people on our team, um, Jennifer and, 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 you know, Chrissy that I already mentioned. Sure. You know, worked their hearts out, but they're rallying around me mm -hmm. because they know that they don't have all of me. Sure. Because I do get tugged away sometimes when she's just having struggles, and I gotta go home now. I'm only nine minutes away, okay. So I, good. I can get home quickly and 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 help her through a situation or wherever it might be. But you know, tons of doctors' appointments. You know, we went down to Houston twice to okay. MD Anderson for some help. It didn't work out too well, but we tried. Okay. And uh, been going up to Denver for this last clinical trial, which has just you know been very difficult. So. You know, when you have something like that, it, it, it just kind of, um, it's an aha. It's okay. like, first of all, you know, take care of yourself, you know, uh, and take care of each other. Right. right. Um, if, if, if you have a significant other of some sort, take care of each other. And, and, and this is what's sad about this story is she was the epitome of health. Wow. Back in the 70s when the kids were little, she used to belong to a co-op that had whole grain this and hmm. natural foods that and organic foods this. And okay. before it was in vogue, people thought we were hippies or something. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Being healthy, yeah, right? You know, weird. We were, yeah, it was weird back yeah. then, you know. No fried foods, no soda pop, you know, all these different things. But huh. somebody like that who, tennis player, hikes in the mountains, hikes in the foothills, does all this good stuff, comes down with stomach cancer. Hmm. What? You know, but it was a curveball that, hits you so hard you just don't even know which ends is up okay but you just you got to get up every get up every morning and 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 work hard um and and i i say to people i've got i've got three jobs okay number one job is caregiver hmm. uh, and the other two are broker owner and and agent <laughs> team Unreal. leader team leader yeah you know and so <laughs> you know at the end of the day each day i'm exhausted Hmm. You know, I am. Um, but, you know, there's there's not a lot of time to sit around because sh there's someone who needs your help. Right. And you're, you're not laying there watching TV or a ball game all the time. A little bit. Sure. <laughs> but but you're, you're, you're taking care of the one you love, and hmm. you just got to do it. 
<laughs> you, know? you know, Joe, I, I, I want to thank you for sharing that because it's not easy to do. I, I yeah. mean, airing your stuff out, stuff out in front of everybody, it, but it's it's such an inspiring story that you're telling is, you know, caring for the people that you love yeah. and, and, that, and really focus on your health and, yeah. and, and your relationships and and you just never know. And as you as you spoke, you know, you could be the healthiest person in the world. You just yeah. never know. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we're all wrapped up in our lives and in our yeah. worlds, especially high volume, high producers, yeah. uh, business professionals. They're they're so focused, but sometimes yeah. they lose sight of what really matters. Sure. Uh, so I, I know that myself yeah. and hopefully everybody who's watching or listening can take that story that you're sharing to heart and yeah. really focus on those things. Well, you know what. It, 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 Myself, I have always been into fitness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, being a high school and college athlete, you just, it just carries over and you just do it. And uh, I, I still, to this day, I'm in the gym four to six days a week. Love I sw- swim a couple of days a week. Ah, very cool. And, and I, you know, I just, I have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just part of my have to. I just, I, and, and, because of that, I mean, I, I have my routine where I'm up at 5.30 and I'm in the gym by 6.30, hmm. quarter to seven at the latest, and yeah. I, I get my get my deal done. And um, on the weekends, I go to the country club gym because it, it does two things for me. It gives me different sh- machines to use and different things, and it gives me a, a whole group of people that I've known for 30 years. Love it, <laughs> yeah. Country club folk. Sure. And, uh, and I walked in there one day last year, and... Uh, friend of mine was in there and I hadn't seen him in a while he goes hey you guys just lifted one up on uh you know such and such and I said I said yeah it was a Saturday I said yeah you want to see that this afternoon oh you got time to show it to me Joe I said yeah let me show it to you I'll show it to you this afternoon wow he said oh that's great we go up and look at it he buys it 775,000 I love that how about that this is the real stuff how about how about that pain for a country club dues for a few weeks (laughs) a month years right seriously i just you know but but that's where i do some networking and that's just something but it's it's also some different machines that i truly like to use a couple times a week i I go there saturday and sunday i think that that's (laughs) that's fantastic advice and there's a there's a little nugget right there for everybody to take away is i think finding things that you're passionate about and if there's memberships or clubs that you can be a part of and being with people Right. I mean, yeah. you're following a passion, but if there's yeah. people involved, relationships come and we get to know I can trust each other. Yeah. Transactions can't happen. This man said it. You heard it. There's an example yeah. right there. So, well, you know, you know, I'm not big on the Zillows and all those things. I'm big on sphere of influence. Love it. And that's what our company is is based on. It's 65 to 75 percent of our transactions every year, year after year is repeat and referral. Wow. Repeat and referral. Repeat and referral. Says a lot about you and the people that you work with and the reputation that's there. So that's big stuff, too. I mean, there's not always just a silver bullet or the next shiny bell, right? I mean, it's fundamentals. It's 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 people business. you got to go see the people. you got to have the people. you got to take care of the people. you got to be in their face. you got to be in their mailbox. you got to be, you know. I work on the basis of five pillars. Here we go. (laughs) Yes, this is good. This is good. Okay, well, you know, the number one pillar is repeat and referral sphere of influence. Okay. Okay. Number two for me is geographical farming. Hmm. Okay. Number three for me is all the stuff we all do, Facebook, social media, all sure. those other things, we're there. Right. Um, number four for me is trying new stuff. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we're using Smart Zip and 
land voice and some of these stuff I never even heard of. Right. You know, expired program and different things. Um, and number five is is a pillar that I talked about already. It's called commitment. Okay. I, lo- I love that, that you're, that you're hitting the commitment factor. I mean, th- this needs to be hit on everybody's <laughs> minds. So go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, no. I I I'm, I'm, I'm just rattling on here about the way, you know, we teach and coach and, 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 and get our people to think about sure. is it's, you know, we do a ton of business in the repeat referral, but you got to have some other pillars. Right. And, and for me, the most, uh, the, the best one is, is geographical farming because okay. I've lived in that same neighborhood for 33 years and I've lived in the same house for 26 years. Okay. And I know the neighborhood. Sure. And I've sell the neighborhood. I mean, I like to sell all over the right. city. Sure. But my core is where I live. Hmm. And that's what we do. That's great. I mean, and that, that's takeaways for so many people is, that, is you don't have to go far, right? I mean, yeah. it's where you eat, sleep, and breathe. It's where yeah. your relationships are. Yeah. And, and you expand upon that as time yeah. goes on. But, yeah. I mean, huge advice, the five pillars. that I'm going to list that down below just so everybody can kind of follow along in the comments because I think that's really fundamentals into really growing business. So that, There's no secrets. That, that was great. <laughs> we're, we're, this is an open book here. This is, this is no everybody secrets. tuning in. You know, you know the, the, the big thing is doing it. I mean, well you said. can have these pillars, and if you don't do anything about it, I mean, working so in your sphere is, is, is a full, it can be a full-time job. And, you know, the buffinis of the world, mm-hmm. you know, really coach and teach those things really well. Sure. And, and I've used a lot of them, and I still use a lot of them. You know, we send out a, a postcard every month. And it's called Friend Your Friends Cards. Okay. We send about 18,000 a month from, wow. the com- from the company. Okay. And, you know, if an agent has 100 people on that list or 200 people on that list and you add it up, it's 18,000. Well, you know, it's a giveaway. It's buy one, get one free. It's sure. it, it's a, you know, tickets to Monarch or, you know, whatever it might be. Hmm. Um, and the big thing is it's got your picture on the back and it's Correct. got your little message to you, whoever, and you're in their face. It's a little old-fashioned style, but, you know, we get them for 92 cents a piece. That's 100 is 92 bucks a month. Sure. Really? It's, it's facial <laughs> recognition. It's getting in front of the community. Right. Out of sight, out of mind, right? So I, I think that... We, we all rave about how you're going to get two to four to six calls a year just off those, mm-hmm. of people right. saying, hey, my mom's moving to town, or my brother needs your help, or, mm-hmm. you know, and it, why? Because he's holding the card he just got that morning. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, the, there's there's so many different ways to go about it, and I, I love the fact that you had mentioned the, the actionable portion of that, because... You can have a do this, do this at this time. Yeah. This is the system you use. These are the people you yeah. surround yourself. This is the office you work with or for. Right. right. But if you don't have the heart and the passion and take the action, you're not going to go anywhere. I mean, it's it's a dream without that real fruition into growing. And that's where I find a lot of disconnect between the top 1% versus everybody yeah. else is yeah. – I find that that top 1%, they're willing to put the time, they're willing to grind, they're willing to put the work in, and long-term, not yeah. short-term gain, but long-term into it. Um, so many people that get into the business, and I, I'm sure you've met so many people over your, your career and your life where they think real estate's fun yeah. or easy. Oh, oh yeah. I could do that. That'd yeah. be nothing. And they really see a top producer and professional, what they do every day and how yeah. long they do what they do and the sacrifices that they make, and they 
aren't willing to put in the work. That's right. I, I mean, and I think, so I love the fact you mentioned action, consistency. I mean, there's so much positive information out of this, guys. This is great. Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to move on to the next question, oh, just, yeah. just for time purposes into that. But I want yeah. to um, kind of go into the softer side of this particular interview. And this is my favorite question, actually, of the whole series. Um, when it comes down to if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any stage of your life, what would you say to young Joe? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded one. I mean, so, What would I say to young Joe? Hmm. It would probably be have to be something that has to do with learning hmm. and education. Okay. Um, because... You know, to be real honest, yeah. I, I wasn't a great high school student and sure. didn't didn't get great SAT scores mm-hmm. and all those kinds of things. Right. I probably would have said to young Joe, shape up and get better grades. Okay. But but then again, when you think about that, then I probably wouldn't have gone to Western Illinois University and met my wife. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have been good. No, that would not <laughs> have been good. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I might have gone to some... Not Harvard, but yeah. you know, whatever. MIT, so, MIT. somebody's, yeah, yeah. somebody's about that. Princeton, Cor- Cornell, you know, Cornell, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe I could have got into Cornell. Sure, if I was paid a little more attention <laughs> in high school. But I, I yeah. like how you are now, Joe. Just so you know, so <laughs> yeah, you know, forget yeah, all about that. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. You know what, Greg? I I've been blessed my whole life with with good good everything, hmm. and, and and I I don't know if I would go back and change too much. Okay, because. I've really, really been blessed with uh, my time in Illinois was was great. We still have dear friends that mm. are that are there and are rallying around my wife uh, long distance sure. uh, with with her battle. And but moving here, some of the friends we've made and and uh, the business decisions we've made, and um, how how successful my three boys are, mm. and two beautiful daughter-in-laws and five wonderful grandchildren. I mean, I'm. I'm okay. I I, I I I don't know if I would I would change too much. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that answer, Joe. And that that's the honest truth. And and just yeah. being blessed and, and fortunate for who you are and what yeah. what you do is, yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I think back of the times on the farm, running around on that farm with my cousins and all that kind of stuff. And um, I I really, uh, how does a guy like that end up here? Wow. I, yeah, I, I, I pinch myself sometimes. Sure. You know, especially when I'm on, I'm on that golf course down there by the country club and looking up at that mountain, and I'm going, I'm here? Insane. I'm a member here, and I, hmm. I you know, yeah. I, you know <laughs> I'm going, wow, yes. It's pretty good for a little guy from Westfield, New York. Oh, I love that, Joe. But, but that's what's so beautiful about, you know, the, the this business of real estate. And yeah. I think life yeah, in general is, if you look at it, it really doesn't matter where you come from or right. what your background that's is right. or whether it's in, highly educated or not. Yeah. I mean, if you put the work in and the time, yeah. you do what's right by people, you work really hard, you know yeah. your product. The rest of it comes, and, yeah. and I, you're, you're a testament of that. I think that's absolute yeah. proof, and that's what's so great about it. And, and the this, this series covers so many different professionals from yeah. so many different walks of life, yeah. male, female, young, seasoned, um, if it ends up being you know the, the new professional that comes down to it, right? Whatever struggles or backgrounds that are there, the, the commonality is really just 
work ethic and drive and consistencies and doing right by people yeah. and, and really, you know, just shout out to everybody who's really looking at this is holding yourself to a higher standard of what a true professional should yeah. be. So I, I love all this energy and advice and information. This is really great stuff. This is invaluable. Yeah. Uh, so let's go into uh, the next question. And this is kind of on that education palette, really breaking it down. This is a crowd pleaser for everybody out there who is, you know, watching and listening to these particular series. They want to know what the Titans are feeding their minds or how they yeah. have grown, you know, over the years throughout sure. books they're reading, podcasts they're listening to, or influencers or coaches. Joe, how are you feeding your mind? Yeah. How are you growing that way? Well, um, <laughs> it's right now it's divided between um, health, mm -hmm. um, diet, what, what we could do to help my wife get through her struggle. Right. So I've been, you know, reading a book on cancer and all that kind of stuff. Sure. You know, that, that that's there. Um, but on real estate and on business. Yes. I'm, I'm, um, I'm real, I'm a CRS, CRB, ABR. Uh, I, I really try to spend as much time as I can reading the magazines, hmm. the newsletters, uh, and everything that comes at me from from those folks interesting because okay. because it's current mm -hmm. you know I, I i i can pick up a book from you know a couple of years ago uh, tony Dungy wrote a book that huh. i read and okay. there's some other you know great guys that are, and they're, they're more about you know motivation and philosophy and things like that okay but lately i've been trying to you know this market is Weird, right? Not get being able to get listings is very frustrating to me. Sure, because we're a listing company, right? And we're we're trying our best, but I'm I'm looking for answers in that arena. I'm looking for answers in what's going on with the the uh, disruptors mm. and of of our world, and, and that's that. more on the broker owner level, and on the individual level. You know, what can I do with our team mm. to improve uh, efficiencies, productivity, and so forth? And after coming off a year like we had last year where it was just unbelievable. Wow. I mean, uh, and we got off to a slow first quarter. So okay. uh, we just had a team meeting before this uh, event and, mm -hmm. and uh, there's some good stuff going and some good stuff coming and some changes we're making. Love it. But it's all about uh, staying current and, and, uh, and reading, reading what's in your face. Cause those magazines, uh, you know, some of it's not too great. And some of it's like, here's a gem, right. <laughs> you know, sure. this is good. All right. You know, anyway, well, that, that's all I have. On I, that. I, well, I think that that's really good advice for everybody out there who's, who's looking at it is, is diving deep into your business and, and educating yourself yeah. on what's current with the business. And, and I find that you, you're talking about magazines, but also, I would allude to any, you know, digital syndications or publications, oh, course, yeah. you know, through Remax websites yeah. or through like InmanConnect. Yeah, I read Inman. Inman I read Inman. Yeah, I, I, I think, read Riz Media. I, I read all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, it, I mean, not, you know, hours and hours, but right. I, you know, there's one um, in Riz Media today that says nine ways to improve your listing presentation oh, or wow. something. Okay. You know, something. Sure. So I was getting into that uh, this morning a little bit, you know, because yeah. it caught my eye. Because it's got this uh, listings, listings. Right. Which, which you're constantly thinking what about. What are you doing? <laughs> what's new? What's relevant? Or what can you add? And, yeah. and, and you know, I, as you get more and more seasoned into the business, there's certain things that you yeah. know that you work well, things that you're adapting. But if you're new, you should be absorbing as much as you possibly can. Well, that's for sure. 
you know. Yeah. So I, I think that that's great advice, you know, for everybody out there. And, and obviously keeping it, um, you know, consistency with your education. So just learning and growing. And, and you said that, you know, getting licensing and certifications to really know your business higher. I mean, some some real estate professionals call it alphabet soup after your name. I've on got a card. that. I've got but, that. But I, I think there's some relevance <laughs> yeah. to that, really understanding. But you can get, I know people that have gotten their, CRS or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and then they let it lapse because they don't want to pay the $180 to renew crazy. your CRS. It, hmm. that, that's nuts. Yeah. And and uh, you don't look at the CRS newsletter online. Or you don't, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, why do it? Right. You know, it's not just going to get the designation. It's, it's renewing it and using it mm-hmm. for the education piece. Sure. And uh, they put on a cellophane every every year. I went to it one time, and mm. I'd like to go back someday. It's uh, in the it's in the winter. It's usually in Hawaii or someplace good. Okay. It's like in January, and mm. uh, it's all CRSs. And you know, CRS is a great great designation. Sure. You know? So anyway. No, I, I, hey, yeah. Joe, that was great. And as always, I'm going to have a list of stuff down below so you guys can follow and feed your mind the same way that this man is and has. <laughs> uh, so I'm super excited. This has been packed full of information, mm. really getting to know you, takeaways for new seasoned professionals the whole night. I want to wrap it up with one final question. Okay. And this really comes down to a quote or a mantra that you may live by that sums you up as a man, as a professional, What's that look like for Joe Clement? We had awards uh, night um, at the new Ent Center ah. on March 12th. And we ended the evening with a musical video with some words that I think are, are precious. And mm. the video's phenomenal. You can go to YouTube and watch it. Okay. And uh, it's Tim McGraw, Humble and Kind. And what I told our people was that there was a time when we had people in our company that may not have been so humble and kind, mm-hmm. and uh, a little bickering, a little this, a little that, little, you know, broker putting out fires, you know. Sure. It's changed. The people in this company today are humble and kind. They take care of each other. They they got each other's back. They care about each other. Wow. They, um, uh, I, we have very very few um, negative phone calls it, it's it's a it's a great it's a great group and I said I'm, I'm dedicating this song to this company and these people and um, I'm kind of picking it up as my mantra for the for the years yeah. it's Tim McGraw humble and kind I'm, I'm trying to be more humble I'm trying to be more kind hmm. and when you're dealing with your spouse with cancer it's easy it's easy to get in that mode that you know he, 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 she's still here on this earth right after four and a half years of fighting and uh, uh we're just the whole family is into this my, my granddaughter kennedy knows every word of that song wow and she's dead <laughs> i mean that's a that's a beautiful uh you know way to sum it up and you know humility and kindness yeah uh, is fantastic and, yeah. and i think that if more people really focused on those two words this yeah. world would be a much different place, I Joe. Agree. So I, I think that that yeah. is 
a fantastic way to wrap everything up. And I just want to thank you again for taking the time. You are an official real estate titan, my friend. I didn't need <laughs> to tell you, you that, but you are. Uh, <laughs> thank so you. as always, everybody, thanks so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, if you really like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube. Uh, take a look at our podcast as well on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or podcast, that sort of scenario. Um, as always, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody next time on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.